So welcome back to Nerding Daily. Today we're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, we're, first we're going to revisit the Tiger King because they snuck a new episode on, on it. What, the after show, whatever it's called. Not a real episode, but yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a little, one of the many after shows. This one with Joel McHale instead of, what's his name from Talking Dead that does all those shows on AMC. Oh, right. After shows. It's a new thing. After shows, which, you know, I actually kind of liked it. You never know. It, it's always going to miss something if Joe Exotic is absent as well as <laughs> Carol. Right. Which they're the two main stars and they're the two like scummiest people of the whole documentary. So that you could tell was missing because Joe McHale did ask a lot about. So what do you think Joe Exotic now? Right. What do you think him being in prison is like? Like, well, but it was still interesting to get most of the cast's take on what has happened and the their newfound fame with the documentary. Right. And that, I did enjoy that aspect because you got you also got their reaction of the actual documentary of how they spun things and there were some people that i thought were his true friends and they're like oh no he he deserves to be there you know what i mean and then to see how people look now too like people had a lot of work done you know specifically uh one of his (laughs) ex-husbands dude this way better way better his new team. Yeah. Wow, what a difference. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting to hear their feedback that he should be there, and then to hear some of the horror stories, like what he actually did to some of the tigers and people saw. That kind of like made me feel a little bit less uh, sympathetic towards him. Okay, and I wasn't on the the last episode that you guys did about it, but right, it just seems my two cents about it is it's not that. I'm trying to jump on the bandwagon with everybody else saying, like, it's obvious that she killed her husband because right. of this, 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 this. It's just because of how she acts when she talks about her dead husband. Oh, like her she's body smiling. language. Oh, yeah. She's smiling like a psycho. Like she's proud she got away with it or something. Yeah. Yeah, there is some she, weirdness to it. She's throwing all these red herrings of, you know, he always flew under the radar and all this other stuff. It's just, she's she's trying to get people off of her trail and obviously it's not working right but just remember with documentaries especially editing is the key editing is yeah the things that they took out are as important as they left in right so there's things that we don't know they always want you to see things a certain way but i agree with the whole carol killed her husband thing yeah yeah man there's just something not right well, she stands to gain everything, so... <laughs> yeah, totally. That, that, that's it. Well, so, it's kind of funny. She thought that they uh, misinterpreted her, so she didn't want to take part in this after show. Right, right. Oh, well. <laughs> but you know, if Joe Exotic could get a computer in jail... Oh, he would he, be on there. He would have loved it. Oh, yeah. He would have, totally. Absolutely. Probably basking in the glory. It, and that's my only issue with the documentaries. It made him seem too much of, like, a down-and-out guy that was, like, push too far but he was always right you know, he was already he was already out there yeah yeah man yeah. crazy what a... but it was interesting to have those interviews uh with joe McHale at home well everybody at home mm-hmm. so nobody was face-to-face really like we're doing now we're on skype yeah yeah it's interesting that i mean that it was that recent you know I mean, they got yeah. it put together that quick yeah it's kind of cool so, so yeah that's cool I do wonder in six months how much people will be talking about Tiger King still. Right. I think it's grasping people's attention right now because it's so popular. They have a captive and audience. That's yeah. it in the story now. Right. But six months. So it's yeah, they did strike all the irons hot. That's good for them <laughs> it was, to do this after show. It was, yeah, it was a good, uh, good timing on their part. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still worth a watch. I mean, it's 40 minutes. 
if you watch the whole documentary, you might as well. That's right. the way I feel about it. I think it, uh, I think it kind of, uh, it changed my point of view in some way, um, on how the series is, you know, I mean, we forget, you know, cause we, we don't really do documentaries, but we forget that, like you said, how editing matters and they want you to see things in a certain light. And we forget that. I think, oh, yeah. I think that after show kind of helps straight the straighten the record a little bit, you know, in the other direction. So you kind of know it's somewhere in the middle, right? Because <laughs> yeah, they, I would say they so. spin things yeah. to balance it out, right? Yeah. So. Although those people that now say that, you know, the question that they all got was, uh, would you side with Joe or the Tigers? Everybody said Tigers. Right. I think it's just, I wouldn't say it's their way of throwing Joe under the bus, but I think it's their way of distancing themselves from what he did. Right. Because he's obviously guilty and in prison already. Right, right. No, I get but you. At the time, they were Team Joe. Right, right. Some of them. Because he was, they, he was paying for them, you know. He, he, he was for most of them. He was their only means of making real money. Yep. You know. Um. So of course they, they loved him at the time. Um, of course they're like, oh no, it's just all about the animals now. Which right. We got to remember, if you have wild tigers in captivity, it's never about the tigers. No. It's about making money. Right. Like that's what all those sanctuaries are. Right. It's just right. a way to make money. It's not. I think somebody actually said that on the after show. It's a way to make money. None of these sanctuaries are good. Right. None of these people are good. But that also includes, yeah, the crew that Joe had. Absolutely. You got to be a, oh, yeah. You gotta, I guess you got to be a certain type of person to do that sort of business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a real sanctuary, you wouldn't, you know, charge people money. Right. You would base it on donations. Absolutely. Or, I mean, you have a gift shop. I mean, that's how... A lot of places do it. That's where they, they rely on that gift shop. It's free to the public. But just putting animals like that in cages is just a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. I th- no, I agree. They don't they don't belong there. No, and you can't properly take care of them. So that whole thing, like it was interesting enough, but I I wouldn't go visit one of those places in real life. Mm-mm. Especially after that. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Don't recommend it. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Tiger King, interesting, popular, flawed, but good. But good, yeah. I was surprised. I didn't think you were gonna like it. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, I actually that's got upset amazing. at Charlie because Charlie started it uh, without me. Oh like, man! Everybody's telling me about this freaking show. I might as well watch it. Why are you okay. watching without me? Oh man! Or maybe they thought that too. Like that they wouldn't, that you wouldn't like. It. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what it was about. People just kept saying Tiger King. I kept seeing this photo pop up on my Netflix feed of just Joe lying down with some tigers. I'm like, like some. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be some weird, like, uh, homosexual romantic drama or something. I know it. Well, I, I didn't know I, it was a documentary. I thought it was just going to be, like, I thought it was something from, like, the past that I just didn't know about. Because it kind of feels oh. familiar, you know? <laughs> like, oh. like, okay, is that, like, a wrestler or something you know, from, <laughs> from the 80s or what? You know? I didn't know. Or, yeah. I, I had no clue. <laughs> Boy, I was exactly. wrong. <laughs> no, nobody knew what they were getting into with this. Right. So I guess that's what what makes it popular is it catches people's interest because you don't know what to expect. Right. It it does have some twists and turns for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you got a chance to see it. I was I was uh 
wasn't sure and i joked around with joss about trying to convince you to watch it but then i felt guilty because i've made you watch so much bad stuff in the past <laughs> so i was like he's not gonna watch this <laughs> if if you know for netflix if the bar is set on like the perfection as the lowest uh-huh. i will not watch anything that's worse than that now <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that is how low the bar is <laughs> wow okay <laughs> keep that in mind now. that was awful it was <laughs> i'm gonna bring it up every time i need to <laughs> i so won't ever this... let you i'll never ask you to watch anything that's that's on that level <laughs> that level or, or worse <laughs> yeah that was pretty bad yeah i admit <laughs> it i didn't even like it <laughs> oh, that was a tough one to finish that was so bad yeah absolutely <laughs> and don't get me wrong i laughed a couple times during that movie but is it is not worth watching it's not so bad it's good not territory. for three laughs no no not at no. all <laughs> oh man but uh we both watched ozark yeah season three right uh, i watched it all three seasons back to back to back and right. uh we can at least say netflix did do the right thing with that absolutely um wow great writing it's like they're like you said it's like they're breaking bad so, in their own way in their own way yeah which i'm glad that they don't have too many similarities although it is there at the beginning yeah so but going into season three, I mean, they're casino owners. Right. I mean, we ne- never saw that coming. Yeah. I think that's so funny. It's pretty, it's pretty genius. I mean, it, 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 it's amazing to me how it starts off as like a dream, you know, and then they have to work into getting that. I think that's all through season two, right? Where they work into it to make it an actuality and then yeah. see it actually come into play and then the people that they have in charge and how they've grown it's pretty amazing and then the people they have to work with oh my gosh what a nightmare yeah so the way i see it is like season two is like trying to encapsulate the american dream right making your dreams become reality being successful in business uh obviously not personal life but 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 paying your dues making making those bridges you know, burning some bridges you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this one is more like when you get those dreams finally that you've real, fully realized and accomplished, you just want more. Right. It's human nature to want more and more and more to get greedy well, with some, what you have. And some people want more, but some people want out. <laughs> yes. It comes out. It, it's Marty like that success becomes a king. That. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which I, I kind of like that turn for marty me too it, it makes him more of the level-headed i did get more this season though i i know i was just saying that they've differentiated themselves from breaking bad right but what did walt say so much in breaking bad i'm doing this for my family all the time yeah all the he did and marty said that quite a bit in this season that's so true i'm getting out because i'm doing this for my family no we don't dig deeper we get out for the family for the family i wonder how much of that is true i mean i know he's been through a lot Right. In just the first two seasons. So maybe he is getting tired of that life, like legitimately. There is a part in season three where it's obvious he's done. Right. He's, he, he, he'd rather be killed at this point and yeah. then not, you know, he'd rather die than to deal with the cartel boss. Right. No, you're right. There is that, that it gets to that breaking point. But what's interesting, and this will be full of spoilers now, right? <laughs> it's always spoilers with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting to me, too, is like the family thing. It made me think, and Jackie and I would joke about it, but every time we would hear him say that, we'd always say, what's the most important thing? And, breakfast. you know, breakfast. <laughs> He's come <laughs> up in, in the rest of development. And then sometimes it'd be 
no family <laughs> he would switch it on him uh, yeah. i was always i'd always laugh about that uh, <laughs> and in this in this story the family eats breakfast together a lot which i thought was funny uh um, oh, that's true yeah that is true. they're always at the breakfast table <laughs> so i just thought that was hilarious but uh, it was interesting uh, to see the lawyer become such a, you know, she moved up there. She had the the cartel boss family, right? Almost like means of protection. I think the kids find out this season, right? Because all the seasons are blending together for me. Well, no, they, they knew from the start. They knew something was up. Like in episode two of the first season, uh, the wife just outright tells them. But she doesn't tell them they're in, in the cartel though, right? Uh, it, it comes up, but yeah, it, it was earlier. Oh, uh, it was? I thought... I thought she just kind of tells them that you know they're laundering money or something. I, I I don't I don't remember when she brings up the cartels to them, but yeah, they know they know everything at this point. Oh, okay. The whole thing with them at this part in the relationship of the family is they're trying to be transparent. Right. That that's what they're building upon from that day but forward. Fine. They're struggling with that though. Yes. Because I mean, there's horrific things that happen. They know that people die and such, and. You can't always, I mean, you still want to shield your children from that, even though they're in this world. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that this season was definitely rough on that aspect. I mean, you got Ruth, who's somewhat angry about what happened to her dad, kind of, but understands and, oh, knew, she gets over it. Yeah. and knew that he was a threat to her, but she keeps yeah. that to herself. So she's somewhat relieved that he was dealt with. But then, yeah. you know, it still hurts because it was her dad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's got to deal with the lawyer and then the guy who she knows did it, you know, from time to time. And then you've got, um, oh, man, uh, Windy Bird's brother when he comes into the mix. That just stressed me out to the max when he goes off his meds. Um, oh, Ben, yeah. Ben, oh, well, that's jumping. Oh. That's jumping to later. I know, I know. But his acting was amazing. Absolutely Which, amazing. But I won't go that way. Well, do you remember... Do you remember seeing him in something else? No. What was he in? This will surprise you because, yeah, no his way. acting in this has been great. Iron Fist. He was in Iron Fist? He was the brother. Oh, no. I didn't recognize him. He was the evil brother in Iron Fist. Oh, how weird. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't and remember maybe Iron Fist Maybe it's the direction because huh. he played that so straight-laced evil businessman. Oh, right. I, I do remember him name. now. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember him now. Oh, weird. Slick back 80s hair. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of people milk the scenery with that show. But right. yeah, with him, it was fairly obvious that they weren't giving him much to go to on. go with. Yeah. Back, yeah. But this kid, such a range, man. Such a range. I didn't know where they were going when they when they first started with that episode where he's the teacher, the substitute teacher. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you had to take away the phones. Um, so, I'm like, think? what is this? Did I turn on the wrong show? <laughs> what is going on? That was awesome, by the way. <laughs> well, I knew that they were introducing a new character. I didn't know it was going to be Wendy's brother. Yeah, me either. It's I thought it be was like Hitman or something. That's going to go after Marty. I thought it was like Marty's friend from college or something. You know, yeah. like a frat boy problem. You know, hey, I'm in trouble. You you have to like take care of me because we're brothers. You know, that's what I thought. And I knew he was going to get Ruth Ruth the second he showed up at the casino. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be Ruth's boyfriend. She's had. No one <laughs> for three seasons. Oh, her character is amazing too, by the way, because she irritates yeah. me to death. I, I like her to a degree, but she is still irritating. Yeah. And Charlie brought this up and we joke about it now, but almost every sentence that she has either starts with 
or it either has it has one of three words in everything she says. Marty, mm-hmm. wah, yep, or Mizzou. Right, right. <laughs> well, she throws the F word in there. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always about Marty, Y, and Mizzou. And Mizzou. Oh, that's funny. That could be a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's a good idea for next season. Absolutely. But the level of intensity in this episode, because you've got, so you've got the cartel pressuring Marty to like launder, and then you've got. F- the FBI every day in your face, every single day, like because he's under that audit, right? And then he's got to deal with what is it the the Kansas City mob? Yep. And their untouchable boy, who's like a, a problem, dude. And when she, I, I knew that dude was going to be bad. Yeah. Oh, I that know. Actor, he's always like a jerk. When I thought for sure they'd kill Ruth when he when she kicked him in the nuts and then threw him off the boat, I thought she was dead right there. <laughs> I mean, that's assault, too. She didn't go to jail for anything. You could have totally put her in jail. But that's true. Um, but, dude, oh, man. What else do you have? We got, uh, oh, there's a cartel war. That whole scene. Yeah. With them blowing yeah. up that. It's just cutting off heads and leaving oh, them. Gosh, it's brutal. That is, that is crazy. That kind of stuff, I didn't think that we would see. I thought that they would still, like, shelter the audience from that because uh the ozarks is so far away from all that right right but they're getting more and more into that world and it's kind of because wendy wendy's whispering to the cartel boss basically right let's let's push it deeper see how far we can go with this one i don't i kind of didn't like how she was going behind marty's bat like i kind of liked it when they worked together as a team but then he's paying off the the psychiatrist <laughs> which i think is funny but like it's kind of the same manipulation you know it what is. I mean? yeah. yeah i mean she's just less uh threatening but it's still manipulative um so they're going behind each other's backs to get what they want um but oh my gosh when he gets kidnapped that episode was so intense like it shows like the reach of the cartel like there's just you know the fact that they can just come get you and take you away no no problem super scary <laughs> yeah he just disappears in a concert in front of a ton of people and he's just they just take him and nobody tries anything nobody tries to stop it except for his brother-in-law yeah who they about shot in the face for it which was yeah. insane yeah well i i blame ario speedwagon right first. that was their fault yeah <laughs> <laughs> somehow it was their fault well he had to use that concert to launder the money because the fbi was counting drawers and stuff so mm-hmm. it's pretty smart on his end how he's always a step ahead of the fbi every time but with everybody else he's a step behind right which is so weird he really is stuck in the middle it's really weird and then even the manager or whatever of ario speedwagon was like hey bill this guy wants to launder some money is that okay right <laughs> and they're like yeah. oh gosh that was funny yeah that was neat. i like that but yeah, just the setting of putting them like knee deep in this casino and the FBI watching like every single thing that they did. Right. Like it was it was a cool situation. Uh, it was a cool scenario to put the season in. I do like that they did that because I, I thought that they would just mention it like in passing or have like maybe one scene at the casino. Right. And be, but they're okay. showing like, hey, this is the investment. This is what's happening. I depend on. Right. So that's good. And it didn't make it more interesting, and they're trying to barter, you know, a deal for another casino. But that one's going to be a legitimate casino. Yep. Which is Wendy's idea, so that yep. so that he has a future. Yep. So it's kind of interesting that that here's one here's one where they launder money, and here's one that's straight up legitimate that they can't touch. 
so that his yeah. kids have a future and they have a way out of this business someday. And his family being attacked, I think, helped open him up to that more, which was interesting. Well, yeah, he wants a safe haven mm-hmm. for him and his children. Yep. After, what was it, the wedding? His... It was, yeah, it was at a, I think it was at a uh, baptism. Baptism, that's Yeah, what and he was watching from video because he couldn't be there. And oh, that had to have been hard to watch, man. Like everybody dies, yeah. Except his son, yeah, because he was the son was being held by the the priest. Like his his girlfriend gets killed in that, and his yeah. son didn't even have a name yet. Crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yep. But um, let's see what what else happened. Oh, and then Ruth gets beat up by Frank Jr. because he's just sick of her, and they're oh, messing with her on the pickups too. Like they keep making her carry all those heavy bags, and they keep they make her walk super far, so jacked up. But that's, you know, then came karma with that because oh yeah the last pickup, it was a good thing she was far away. Right, right. That was insane. Sorry, there's a helicopter here. Oh, no worries. They're just can you hear that? Sh- yeah, I can hear that. It's fine. I can edit that out. They're just making sure no one's uh, uh, going against the gathering rule. That's uh, probably just a news copter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something stupid. Hopefully they're six feet apart inside the copter. <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, Ruth, uh, Ruth survives that because they parked so far away where she wasn't supposed to be and people rolled up and took it down and that and at that point her um her boyfriend's off his meds and he follows her and he takes that kid with him or the the, his nephew with him who has the who has the what's it called a drone the drone and the drone follows her and it gets it on video oh my gosh that was insane and then Marty ends up using that information later because he figures out what cartel it is and that they attacked somebody on uh, U.S. soil. So they get soldiers involved. It's kind of a good move. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah. It's like a big game of chess, this this, uh, this show. You know? It really is. Yeah, the way they move, everyone makes their uh, systematic moves. Um, see that? Well, and even, even um, you know, big shows, big dramas, you think, well, maybe there will be like blah, 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 will die this season. Oh, right. Like one. But no, for this show, it's been like three or four each season. Right. Three or four major deaths. Well, Darling is hun- a character, at least a big supporting character. Right. Right. Well, Darling's hu- husband um, was that second season or second season? It was yeah. second season. That when when he uh, she killed him, I wasn't sure who was gonna die. I thought for sure he was gonna kill her. Oh, uh, Darlene. And she poisoned him, and I, and I was like, oh man, and that scared me more. When, he, when knowing that she's got no leash now at all, she's no. off the leash. He was holding her back, and I thought for sure first season we were gonna see her just causing mayhem, like building an army. But no, she's got her baby, and she's going to these like little like um, toddler classes or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and she's slashing other moms, t- mouthy moms' tires. <laughs> Because she's using formula, you know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. That was a funny perspective, but then it's like, wait, she probably would do that in real life. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty no, it's, it's true. She's a wild dog that's been left off the leash, right? And then she starts this relationship with Wyatt, right? This sexual, physical relationship with Wyatt, and so just imagine a wild dog trying to have two kids on a leash right right true it would work so of course like you can tell that that relationship is not going to work they're no. still together by the end of the season but it's it, it's disturbing in more than one way 
It, it is, but also I kind of see that she wants to be a good mom, but I think she wants to build her business and she wants to leave it to someone that she can trust. That's true. And the baby's not old enough yet. That's what I'm thinking. But, and he, and he's naive, but he's, he's got, he's, he's loyal, you know, and, and could work with the business, but everyone's kind of disturbed by it in the, in the entire series. <laughs> like the one, one of the workers sees it. He speaks out in the background. Did you see that? The lump, they're, they're like trying to rebuild the poppy field. They're replanting. And one uh-huh. of the workers sees her like love on him, just the, like a tap or something, like a hug, like a side hug. And he stops and stares at it and like goes, hmm, like this. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. You, it's it's there. I watched. I saw it. And then, uh, of course, his brother, right? Is that his brother? Three? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, his brother. It's interesting. So yeah, three three's like freaked out. He's the one that gets uh, Ruth involved, and then uh, see why, yeah, right. But it's good to see Ruth and him finally bury the hatch, hatchet because uh, I mean she killed his dad for being a uh, snitch, um, but um, and he found out about it in the last season, I think, and he hadn't talked to her this whole season up and, until that, yeah, up until after that. her beating, yeah, right. Right, so that kind of helped solidify their relationship. Yeah, man, what a roller coaster of a show! Holy moly! See, in the the episode of Marty in that jail. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. So they were legitimately treating it like he was going to die. I thought so he many was. shows have done that, where that's when you give the character like some of their most important flashbacks. Right. His was the arcade game. The oh, arcade yeah. game at the hospital. Um, before his father died right and and i think that episode's super important because marty didn't know what he wanted yeah he didn't know what he wanted and um i like that episode because he came to the conclusion he wants to win and then and then the drug deal the cartel leader and him is it navarro that's his name right Mm -hmm. uh he said he tells wendy and it freaks wendy out he goes i like your husband because him and i are alike he wants to win and she it freaks her out she's like what but they're alike oh no <laughs> it's about time she got freaked out yeah it's about time right oh man oh and really quick so sure. a lot of the main characters and supporting characters they have been on other marvel things or superhero things mm-hmm. but uh, uh jonah the son he was the young matt murdoch he was uh-huh. oh i didn't know that i knew he looked familiar he he kind of looked like the kid from um, Unbreakable. Oh, uh, okay. Me before I watched the show, and as soon as I started watching, I was like, I've seen him in something. Interesting. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it does bother me. They don't give him as much to do this season. He has the drone and he's mining cryptocurrency, I believe. Right, which I thought was cool. It was, but that's pretty much all he did. That's all it. Yeah, that was it. And then, uh, well, and he was driving the boat around when he, when they were hanging out with the lawyer's daughter. Um, and that was, and then he yeah, he was kind of, her. yeah, yeah, he was kind of like the uh, the antisocial teenage preteen or teenager. Yeah, that's true. So he had that possible love interest. Well, and he did take a shotgun to the to the lawyer. He threatened to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty ballsy. That's yeah, the that second time one. he's had a gun to somebody. Or was it? It just seems, it seems like he just took the back seat. Yeah. For, he, from season otherwise. 
He kind of did, yeah. Well, you know what's weird is, didn't the sister get emancipated? Charlotte, she tried. And then she, oh, she didn't, they didn't successfully sign the papers? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, something is, I think it's just kind of in limbo. I think they want to keep that as, as like a possibility in the future. Okay, because I know, I know like in the second, oh, that's right, in the second season she was trying to, and, she, and then uh, um, Ruth's dad almost killed her. Was pulling her by her hair, and that freaked her out. <laughs> well, and they, um, Marty sent them all away. That's right. He did. Uh, new passports, new identities. That's right. So I that kind of put a stop to that emancipation. That's right. Oh, okay. Dang. Because yeah, yeah, she was she was working for them in this one in this season, and I was like, wow, that's quite a that's quite an attitude adjustment, you know. From I want to be emancipated to oh, I'm gonna go work with mom now in the office. <laughs> I, I do wonder if it's more keeping an eye on things. Oh, on her end, that could yeah. Be. No, you're right. That could be absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Like she sees herself as the just one. I think that's how she sees herself. Oh, yeah. The family. She does. Yeah, she's a little uh, self-righteous. That's for sure. So maybe it's just some of that that she wanted to keep an eye on things that were happening. Maybe she just wanted to make sure, like, that her parents told the truth about everything. That she wanted to be in on the loop the whole time. It's hard yeah, to say. That, it is hard to say, absolutely. That's pretty close to it, though. It's as close as you can get. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Marty's new FBI agent, um, they had a weird little dynamic. Yeah. Maya, agent Maya Miller. Right. She was she was trying to win him over Yeah. and then promise him a way out, and all he'd have to do is 18 months in jail and then work for them and then he's trying to recruit her so they're trying to recruit each other i find it interesting i'm curious to see how that's gonna go yeah Um, well i don't think it'll go over well because she started the season like i don't want to be like the last fbi agent i i want to nurture and see how you can help us instead of i'm gonna put you away you're evil you're horrible right all this stuff, but she's keeping a closer eye on Marty. I I think he's going to turn her. You know why? I think the F- FBI is going to start playing dirty, and it's going to get to her moral compass because she's going to see how dirty they play. I think that's that's how it'll turn. That's how she'll turn, and then she'll see Marty on this other end. There'll be this like weird dynamic where he looks better than the FBI. That's what I think. I could be wrong. I mean, it could be as easy as threatening her unborn child since she's pregnant. Oh, that's true. I mean, the cartel does that in the proper way, and she's going to turn like that. You know? Or once the baby's born, yeah. And she can't be yeah. with it all the time to protect the baby. Absolutely. Yeah, which would be sad. I mean, that would be the most obvious way that they would go, but it's probably the most realistic thing that a cartel would do in real life. Any you know criminal organization would probably do that. They would use, you know, your family against you. I mean, that's that's absolute. You know, that's the best leverage on their from their perspective. So, yeah. right, crazy. So, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm curious to see how. I mean, I I know whichever way it'll go, it'll be good. Whether they end up turning him in some way, but I, I don't unless, think he's gonna do 18 months. <clears throat> unless Jonah shot her. Oh right. Yeah, we oh. have that cut at the final episode that's where right. Jonah has the house all to himself. Uh, Marty, Wendy, the lawyer, they're all gone. That's right. I don't remember where Charlotte is, but Charlotte's gone. Right. But he turns, shoots the shotgun at someone. And we don't know who. We don't know who. 
That's right. Oh, man, that's going to be messy. That could be her. That could be Maya Miller. Could be. Uh, what if What if it's the uh, uh, the attorney's uh, daughter that he's into? That could also. What if that's she came another back? theory. That could also be messed up. Oh, jeez. At the end of the season, there's not that many players left. So no, there's not. You never know how it could go. Dude, how intense, though, were those episodes with the brother-in-law? When with he, Ben? Yeah, with Ben. When they finally, like, when he shows up super angry and he's starting to actually put things together. And he's doing it actually pretty well. He's starting yeah. to put things together about um, from the past about um, how Marty's been, his behavior. And there's, like, what is it, a campaign rate fundraiser they're, they're hosting? Mm-hmm. And he's like yelling at that. They have him arrested, and then they actually put they uh, put him in a psychiatric hospital. And Darlene breaks him out. Oh, and Ruth has to completely. What what does she have to do? Spill the beans completely, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's like he has such a traumatic issue with going to a psychiatric hospital. Like he's freaking out. Yeah, he, he it really pushes him over the edge for sure. I mean. They should have really given him the choice of medication or, you know, that. You know, you need to be on your meds or this is going to happen, you know, but they didn't. But uh, he he just really takes it to that next level. Like, he, he's, like, unstoppable. And then he goes and talks to the attorney's daughter and tells her everything <laughs> before he goes and sees Ruth. Yeah. Oh gosh. He, he's I know he's going off the edge with a lot of the actions that he's doing at that point. But I love but, that I love the way his his attitude changes when Marty shows up at their trailer, literal trailer neighborhood, and um she's there defending uh defending him and they're talking and then um Marty tells Ruth he went and told the attorney, he told her everything the attorney's daughter everything or because he knew and she's like she goes in and gets the shotgun and it comes back out and says we gotta go and he's like what why <laughs> she's gonna kill you <laughs> oh yeah oh man his the look on his face and the complete attitude change is amazing oh, well, that's that. that sealed his fate that sealed his fate it totally did yeah and oh. at that point he knew it he just didn't know it while he was, you know, letting loose on the daughter. Well, it was just painful to watch him and his sister, like, struggle through all that. Cause she doesn't know where they're going, you know? Yeah. And what was what was he doing when they went to the Walmart lo- uh, parking lot? And she he gets out of the car. Where did he go? And then the police come and get him or whatever. Police are talking to him. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, I don't remember what he was doing. I think he was just acting off. Is he trying to get the police to arrest him so he's safe again? Maybe. Because that's not going to work. Yeah, that I mean, that wouldn't work in the first place. No. I, I do like that it gave, by by showcasing Ben, it did give more of a backstory to Wendy and who she right. is. Because you start the whole show from Marty's perspective just as... Wendy's the cheater. Right. Wendy's the liar. Right. So it does give her more depth, which I like. That's I right. don't always like Wendy, but that I did respect that that they did add more to her, her character. 
That's true. Absolutely. Because, yeah, that's the first thing we see of Wendy in the first season is her cheating on her husband. That's true. Yeah. So they give her more of a uh, little bit more depth for sure. Yeah. But this, I mean, her her just realizing how sick her brother is. There's this almost like mice of, mice of men like moment where I thought she's going to take him into the field and just shoot him. <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen. You it know? still basically was that. I mean, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was that. I mean, that was hard to watch her leave the, the restaurant and then you see who shows up and you know, you know right away who it is. And then he, you just see him get out and that he's looking for the car. He's like, where is she? You know? Oh, Ben. And the kids know. And the kids are mad. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so sad. I liked Ben. Yeah, me I, too. I'm glad that what they did with him. And it's supposedly a very realistic portrayal of bipolar disorder. Oh, it is? You know, I can't say that personally, but... That's what other people have been saying, so I can see that. I can see that. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to watch this person just go completely downhill if they have the wrong, you know, idea. If they have the wrong idea, if they have just one wrong thing in their life, it just they go down the drain. It's sad, Very man. Sad. Very sad. Yeah. And then, what else do we have? Um... At the same time, we have so we have the other cartel that comes and kills the the Kansas City mob, right? And then we have Darlene out, and she avenges Ruth being beat up by Frank Jr. or whatever his name is by shooting his nuts, or I don't know what she shot. Shot him in the crotch. I said we cut off your Johnson. She shot the Johnson. Probably the Johnson. <laughs> yep, but. Probably all of it, I think but she, I, I was just hoping that Frank Jr. would be shot and killed. Well, what's crazy is she maimed him, right? So Cut she, off the bloodline. She show, Yeah, she cut off the bloodline. She shows up to uh, the Kansas City Mafia's uh, like headquarters and offers yeah. him, what, like $7 million or something for his boy's pecker? I think that's the term she used. Yeah. <laughs> and that's he totally, totally goes awesome. for it. He totally yeah. goes for it. That's just crazy. He's like, yep, that's that's worth it. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's cold, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And she 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 does what um what Ruth wanted Marty to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. She does. And she's gonna win Ruth over. She's gonna get that casino. I just know it. Somehow she's gonna do it because she now basically does have Ruth on her side. Right. And you know what? Out for Ruth. If I was Marty's trying to play it safe. If I was Marty, I would just sell it to Darling and be like, "See you guys. I'm going home." (laughs) That would be the best move for him, and let her deal with the cartel, and let the cartel deal with her. Holy crap, she's she's rough to deal with, and that may be his out. Actually, now I think about it. To hand over the reins to Ruth. Can't no to to Darlene. Oh, I mean Darlene. Ruth would be running it. But Darlene would own because she she's already got she. If you think about it, Darlene's the ultimate mob boss. She she does she, what she did was a really calculated move. I mean, she she is truly untouchable. Well, she's the snake in the grass. She's waiting for all this fallout to happen because Marty and Wendy are, in some ways, extending themselves too far. They are yeah. and breaking ties. 
she's just waiting to pounce and to grow her empire. Right. Since she makes that deal with Kansas City, right. she kind of can't. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting to be a bigger and bigger threat. Oh, dude, next season's gonna be so good. I hope so. I'm getting stoked. You never know. It could go down <clears throat> the tubes. Don't say that, please. Like last world pumpkin. I'm hoping so I've seen third season, so I can't say that. But. I'm hoping all the writers in quarantine are just like so bored out of their minds, they're like writing the best things they can do right now. <laughs> they're like, wow, I'm so inspired. Because I have no distractions. Here's hoping it's like that for every show. Right? It's giving people time to think and calculate like what's the best way to present these shows and movies. Well, you know, so, they're, they're dropping yeah. acid like crazy right now. So their IQs are at the highest frequency. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get some good shows. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. I, I'm sure of it. Hopefully we don't have to have them all filmed by uh, iPhone individually. No, and that would take a while to edit too. With some blue screen backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh like the rest of development was in their last two seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> That was pre-quarantine. That's just because somebody didn't want to be in the same room as anyone else. <laughs> no, that was that was a lame excuse. It totally was. Wow. Should we talk about the the last final death? Let's do it, man. Oh, Navarro invites uh, Helen, Marty, and Wendy down to his casa and just freaking shoots Helen in the head. That was just crazy. Right then and there. They were worried that Helen had this, you know... Plot. This plot to kill them all. Went the complete other way. Navarro removed it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good shock for the end of the season. Yeah. Like, makes you wonder, like, okay. Now now that I've... Now that I've... Um, you've said that and I remember it. Um, makes me think... I bet Marty's son shot the FBI agent. Because shooting shooting his his love interest or his crush doesn't have the weight that it would if she was alive. You know what I mean? It doesn't have the weight to the overall story. Right. If he shot his crush. Right. But it would have more weight to his story. True. So it would be a trauma that Jonah would have to live with. Oh, and he'd never get over it, man. So I think that would be interesting, too. Uh, but it, it's cutting out that family completely. Right. Because the mama's dead, and right. then the daughter would be dead too. And did she kill her husband? Or she just beat him up? No, just beat him up. Beat him up. Yeah, that would be rough, man. And there's a son out there too, but he got sent back with the dad. Right, right. And he might be looking for vengeance if that happens. Maybe. I think they could tie that up, though, if the daughter died. Right, right. I don't think they would do too much with that family if that was the issue, if that was the case. Yeah, that's but true. No, it's, it's interesting to think about, and that's kind of the downside of binging like we do Netflix shows, is it's probably another 11 months till the next season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that makes it hard to wait. Yeah. In- I'll, I'll have to re-up and rewatch this before the season four just just to kind of keep it fresh because you know you'll forget i forgot the whole first season um (laughs) i forgot how many people they were cremating oh my gosh i mean they started to get up there and (laughs) Ben beat one of them sadly good show though good show i'm i'm 
bummed that I uh, waited so long in uh, watching it. Yeah, me too. I mean, we lost interest in the first season for some reason. I, I think something else came out and distracted me. Mm-hmm. And we just abandoned ship. But I'm glad I went back to it now, actually. I think I appreciate it more. I mean, I, I really like it now. Right? The first season, second season, third season. I mean, it's all quality television to me. Yeah, it does but... have good It's good quality acting, writing. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's not... I don't feel like it gets weak at any point. I don't know why I lost interest, but I had, it has my interest now and forever. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is nice to see Jason Bateman take a more serious role. Right. Um, not only in acting, but in directing. Um, he did direct Bad Words. Right. What, 2013? A while ago. And he's gone on to direct a lot of these episodes. I like so, his directing, actually. Yeah. It, it is nice to have that kind of range. He's got he's got a talent with the directing because he did a few episodes of um of uh The Outsider too. And oh really? He, and you can tell which episodes he does. They're they feel they have a certain tone, and you and when you switches to a different director, you feel that you feel that drop in quality. Sorry, yeah. whoever the other directors were, but it, I got confused with storylines when I saw him in because I was watching The Outsider at kind of the same time as I was watching Ozark. Uh-huh. And it was like melting that show together. Because <laughs> uh-huh. it's somewhat similar. Um, and it's kind of interesting. But I would, if you get HBO, watch The Outsider 2. You'll love it. Okay. So it's, it's same level of quality. Uh, just more X-Files. It's like this show mixed with X-Files. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like good X-Files, though. Like a good X Files episode that's been taken and strung out along several episodes, and and when Josh and I went over that, um, I I said this made me want an X Files show, like a new show, but done in an anthology, one case per year would be really cool. Well, that's more or less what True Detective is, just not right, 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 right. Yeah. But a paranormal version would be so good. Yeah. Which is kind of like, I guess that's kind of like what Project Blue Book is. Have you seen any of those? No. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. They're not bad. They're on History Channel, though, which is weird. I think it's History uh, Channel. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I've never seen it. Yeah. They're actually really good. I've caught a few episodes. I want to watch it straight through one of these days. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll start. I'll start watching them all. And I'll wait for them. Because I only catch yeah. one here and there, and they remind me of X-Files. Cool. Cool. I mean, cool. as long as it's not the Robert Patrick X-Files we're talking about. No. <laughs> it's not. <Okay. laughs> that, was, that was some of the most boring. There were some boring ones, yeah. Yeah. No. There were some good episodes and there were some cheesy ones. Which was true even with the revival. There were some good episodes. There were some bad episodes. Right. But, yeah, something more stable. Like the, like lo- like the Lone Gunman. I mean, even their show. Even their there show was, was there was. You're right. I, know. I did like it though. I just wanted to drop them a, a plug because I like that series. It was pretty good at the time. It was yeah. more fun. Um, but yeah, Are you watch anything else right now? Um, not really. Um, we watched uh, Little Women. Oh, okay. The Greta Gerwig version from last year. How was that? It was really good. I've never read or watched an adaptation of Little Women. Oh, wow. So the only thing I really expected was that it was Greta Gerwig directing and 
she did the adapted screenplay, and I thought, you know, she's she's really good. I loved Ladybird, right. and uh, it's really good. It is a period piece, but it's not boring like you would think. Oh. Like, oh gosh, yeah, so many other period pieces like that. But yeah, I, I surprisingly enjoyed it. Me and wow. Charlie, we really liked it. Haunted. I'll have to give it a watch. I mean, I think I think Josh saw that. He reads the books and stuff. Uh, uh, I forget what he said. I don't remember. Yeah, but he was good in it. Timothy Chalamet, uh, Sasha uh, Ronan, even had I, I always forget her name, Florence Pugh, oh. who was also in Midsummer, who also is going to be in Black Widow. Uh, she was in that too. And the daughter from uh, Sharp Objects. Oh, okay. Cool. A lot of stars. And Meryl Streep and Laura Dern. Oh. Like, on star power alone, it's worth watching. But then it's a story told very well. Really? So oh. I, I was very surprised with this. I was very happy with it. Yeah. So give it a watch, man. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, other than that, nothing really. Yeah, me either, man. Sweet. Yeah, and I mean, that brings us to, I don't know what we'll do next. No, we don't. I, I have no idea. We'll have to figure it out since there's, I mean, I guess we could watch Trolls, whatever it is, World Tour if we want, for no. 20 bucks. Oh, I watched uh, Onward. On oh, Disney yeah. Plus. Oh, I watched Onward, too. It was good on Disney+. It was Plus. great. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. That was surprising. I forgot I know, about sorry, it. Sorry, so they tug at those heartstrings, but they do. I was not expecting that. To, it kind of sneaks up on you. It does. It's a different world too. Like it's cool that fantasy world along with kind of like a modern day fantasy world. You know yeah. what I mean? That's kind of interesting. It's not stuck in medieval times. You know, they got the van and you know a city. It's kind of cool. Yeah. A little different. It's really cool. I, I watched it twice actually um, since uh, Charlie wanted to see it after I saw it. But yeah, it's it's I think of the more recent. Uh, Pixar movies is kind of the better. Right? Man. Oh, Sorry. bless you. Thank you. Just for the listener's perspective, you you sneezed correctly. Oh, well, thank you. Just for, their, uh, <laughs> just for their pleasure. knowing. I'll edit all that out. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. You know, the thing that bothers me about uh, is Trolls World Tour. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the first Trolls. I'm right. not going to see this one. But somebody on my Instagram said that they're watching Troll 2. And I was really excited. I was like, you oh thought my God. it was the other troll. Because Troll 2 is hilarious. It is hilarious. It's so bad. But it's one of the it is one of the best worst movies ever. And then I go through the pictures and it was Trolls World Tour. I'm sorry, bro. That's sorry. Such a shame. That's so <laughs> I, I I knew where you're going as soon as I heard it. Yeah. Um, but dang, yeah. We should do an episode on that just for fun. Maybe that's what we could do. We could do like a an episode on what people should watch. Like maybe we should come up with like a uh, uh, a schedule playlist for the um, quarantinees of America. Like what to? Sure. Yeah. Maybe we could work on a list. The three of us. Playlist. That sounds Playlist. good. Yeah. Um, we'll go from there. I don't know. We'll see. James and Robert's Infinite Playlist. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Oh. I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. We'll catch you next time. Take care.